Kong, I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And welcome to the second episode of our Wow Superheroes After Show. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this beautiful Monday. Um, It's just you know, unbelievable for us to start off this week with such amazing wrestling and talking about it with some amazing people on this amazing network. So here we are. Thank you guys for joining us on all of our platforms. So as usual, I'm your girl, Stephanie Hardy, host and creator of the Hardy Wrestling Podcast, commentator for the Belladonna Division, Battle Club Pro, and Black Girl Magic 2, and host of Women's Wrestling Talk. But thankfully, I am never alone, and I'm definitely not not alone in talking about wrestling with these two ladies. First off, she is a super mom and also the host of NCAT We Trust and head panelist host for Behind the Magic, Women of Color in Wrestling in New York Comic Con in just another week. My God. Um, Katrina Blake, how are you? Hey, hey, everybody. I'm good. It's been a bit of a crazy couple of days, but I am all right. I am glad to be here. It was a really good episode of WOW this weekend. Yes. And of course, last but certainly not least, she is an all around amazing um, producer, Emmy nominated producer, backstage interviewer, and just all around wrestling media savant, Emily May Heller. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? That was an introduction. I wasn't expecting that at all. Well, just know know y'all are going to get it every time. Oh, I feel like I need that like every day before, like when I wake up, I need my Stephanie call. Oh yeah. Stephanie, give me my big pep talk and my intro when I walk into a, when I walk into a room. Yeah. That makes me feel good that I'm actually making you guys feel that good um, for early in the morning. Now it might not be as peppy when I wake up, but it might just be peppy enough 
to the point to where y'all will feel like, yes, I can make it. So maybe we can make that happen. You just never know. But of course, we're here to talk about WoW Superheroes, which of course made its debut last weekend. And now this weekend, this was the second episode, which was the continuation of a lot of different things that they've had going on and the introduction to a lot of new characters as well. So of course, we're going to start with the um, first match, which was between the Heavy Metal Sisters, that's um, Fury and Mesmeriah versus Miami Sweet Heat, who is, of course, like I said, from Miami, and their twin sisters, um, Lindsay and, and Lori. They're both from Miami, and they had to fight these women from the mean streets of L.A. And then something that really popped out to me the first time I saw this episode was the fact that one of the members, Razor, is, of course, a friend of Women's Wrestling Talk. Um, we yeah. know her as Sarah the Rebel, but it was really cool to see her on TV. I was like, oh, my God, there she is. That was amazing. So this was, of course, to move forward in the WOW Tag Team Tournament. So they, of course, were introduced by Lauren Hunkelly, who just had on the most amazing polka-dotted, almost like, base age outfit it was just really cool but this match got started and it was really great and athletic um fury of course and mesmeriah were basically the representatives in um well no not fury i'm sorry um razor and mesmeriah were the ones who were basically representing the heavy metal sisters in this tag team match it was really good you saw um basically the best of what both people had to offer um or both teams had to offer just um, stellar matchup, um, a lots of amazing chemistry between the two, but definitely from the twin sisters as well. Um, there were a couple times where Razor kept getting knocked down and it felt like I was just like, I don't know exactly who to root for it because it's like, I know Razor, but then it's just like, there's all this amazing stuff that um, Miami Sweet Heat is doing with their chemistry. And then they wound up winning the match where one of the sisters actually rolled over, picked up their sister, and then rolled the other sister over on top of the other. And yeah. they got the win. Yeah. And now they're moving forward in the tournament. So, how did yeah. you ladies feel about this match? I mean, I like, you know, I thought it was a, you know, again, we talked about establishing a tag team tournament. You're bringing back, uh, you're bringing back talent. You're introducing new talent, um, and like I feel like Razor and again a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, this talent and characters have been with WoW before. So like we're kind of getting reintroduced to them a little bit in kind of a, a little bit edgier way. I love their new like media intro and stuff like that and. There was kind of a, a way more heavy metal, right? <laughs> heavy metal mm -hmm. sisters. Um, and Razor took a lot of the fall in the beginning of this match. Razor was taking a lot of the heat um, in the beginning. And I just found it, you know, I found it interesting that she, you know, they had to kind of come up, come back um, uh, to fight a little bit harder. And, you know, ultimately they didn't, you know, um, didn't get that win but like i just feel like there was a it, it felt very like they they really had to like go into it really quickly right away in order to like showcase obviously you know against to, to advance yeah and how was you how did you feel about the match katrina well as i've said before uh to those who've 
watched since I've been in women's wrestling talk. Sarah's the reason why I'm part of women's wrestling talk. Uh, she was the one who I saw the announcement they were looking for hosts. And uh, me too. Um, and I was like, oh, this is super awesome. Do I want to like, <laughs> again, not really being on camera. I like being on camera at the time. And she was really nice about what I needed to do. And like all of you questions, I had a lot of questions. I always have a lot of questions. <laughs> very nice uh, it's answering my questions and everything. And so I was actually very happy. And I knew that she was with Raul before, but I guess it's different kind of seeing it now that I know who she is, now that I've spoken to her a couple of times. And so it's like, Oh yeah, it's like so cool to kind of see her on TV. So I was super fangirling and I was so sad that they didn't make it because I felt like she was probably in the matchup more than, you know, I, I felt like, uh, cause I don't mess up their names. The blonde, one of the twins was in the, a lot more also, but yeah, yeah, Lindsay. I, I, I was, I was a little sad because I'm like, but I, like, I think the, tw I think it's also cool to have twins in general in wrestling, especially twin twin girls. Um, because we don't see that too often, you know. You sometimes you'll see the guy twins, or you see siblings, but not like twin girls. And so it's always nice to see that. And so um, I was like, yeah, that's cool. It's a nice, awesome tag team. Like that's some good unity and having a hope you know i can't assume every twin are like best friends but you know you would think in a situation like that you guys have like that twin thing when it comes to tag teams and so it's cool but i knew sarah i know her so i'm like i really yeah, cool. honestly i did want her to their team to kind of advance and so i was a little bummed i'm not gonna lie i was bummed uh and it took everything for me not to say anything when i first saw it so i was like oh i can't say anything i can't express my frustrations uh, but it was a really good open. I do like where they're going so far with the tag tournament. Uh, and I'm actually excited to see what we have next. Because so far, we have two sets of sisters who had advanced. Um, you know, we had the Tonga Twins in week one. And yeah. so we have, you know, Miami, you know, he, uh, for this round. So I'm now curious to kind of see, are we going to get twins that's going to yes. win? I want um, all of them to be twins, Katrina. Like, are we going to get it to, like, that's who's going to win the tag titles at the time? Or are we going to get something totally different? And so I'm interested to see with so far. But so far, the fact that we have sisters in both weeks is pretty cool. I was like, oh, that's a nice little thing I noticed. Cool, cool. So, But I, I liked it. I was just a little bummed that Sarah didn't make it, but it's cool. I know, but the thing is, I don't think this is the end for them. The, you know, the heavy metal sisters, you know, they're so cool together and they're just really fun. I love watching them. And again, we all want to root on Sarah. <laughs> so I, I think that we're going to see more. I think there's going to, there, you know, again, we have lots of episodes. We have a lot of uh, uh, wow wrestling coming up. So I think, I think there's going to be more. I think it's just the beginning, you know, maybe not this time, but another time. <laughs> yeah, it is only just the beginning for them. And it was amazing, you know, for me being a first time um, viewer of WOW, seeing the heavy metal sisters really get it on in the ring with Miami Sweet Heat. And then something funny I noticed from commentary, um, they actually um, called Miami the magic city of Miami. And I was just like, first of all, no, because Birmingham is the magic city because that's actually our nickname. So as much as much love and respect to the 305, but um, Birmingham is the only magic city. Okay, we are the uh, magic Oh, city. you're setting the record straight. 
right there. Exactly. Um, but no disrespect, though. Miami's a beautiful city, so it's it's cool. But at the same time, we're the only magic city. But big ups to Miami Sweet Heat for winning and going further in the tournament. And I can't wait to see how much further they go because their athleticism really was um, amazing. Yeah, so, and Florida, real quick, Florida, be careful out there the next few days. Oh, yeah. Be yes. careful. Everyone yes. in Florida. <laughs> yes, definitely. Please be careful. We are with sending you good vibes and good energy as you guys deal with so much crazy weather. Like, I just can't imagine having to deal with that on a like on a yearly basis. But we're sending you good vibes and good energy. Protect yourselves. Get all the food and all the things that you need and be safe. So thank you for pointing that out. Um, before we move on to the next um, match. So, but actually, before we move on to the match, we had a little bit of an introduction to a new character who I really loved, um, who was Foxy Fierce. She is this gorgeous, gorgeous girl from Washington, D.C., but they announced her as from the DMV area. Um, and she is this beautiful woman who wrestles, but, uh, but is also a yogi. And she's a professional roller skater. And a lot of the slang she was using was giving a lot of like Foxy Cleopatra from um, Austin Powers and Gold Member and also like Roll Bounce. And she talked a little bit about where um, she came from with her family and how her family sort of taught her to always believe in herself and her excellence. Um, and I love that. And the fact that her family, I believe her father, she said her father was a doctor. Um, and basically they just raised her to always believe in herself. And with her doing everything that she's doing, she let us know that even though she is a sweet woman, that she will get you together with class. And I just love that about her. And I just loved her hair and everything. I was just like, girl, like what is, what is the hair regimen for the girls with afros? Cause oh, I loved it. Um, but yeah, she even used like roll bounce like in, her promo and I was just like okay girl I like it I like it um so we got introduced to her and she just looked like she belonged in a Silk Sonic music video just absolutely gorgeous um <laughs> yeah, I love her style I love her attitude and her energy and she she does have like this fierceness about her aka the name yeah and um I I'm just excited like I was I'm I was excited to like get introduced to her a little bit more um, and I have to say that roller skating is a lot harder than you think. I did yeah. it recently and I failed miserably. So I give her props. I haven't done it in years and I will not do it again. That's <laughs> See, that's, that's funny because my parents actually, they used to talk about how they used to go roller skating um, a long time ago and stuff like that. And then it's just like, see other people do it. And then even now when you look on TikTok and see people doing all kinds of tricks and routines to various songs or whatever, like it's really impressive to look at. Even when they go in a park and they're in a skating park and they're doing it, like it's just so impressive. And then on top of that, with her being a yogi, she's so flexible right and so she can do all kinds of routines but then in the ring i'm more than sure that's gonna um benefit her in the end so i was really excited to see um her and hear her story and what else she's got going on um and then they showed a little bit of ice cold who we really didn't get to hear more about her story but we do know that she is from maine um the state of maine so they were set to have a match against each other when they came back from commercial break but before they could really get their match started, 
they got interrupted by a certain Miss Jesse Jones who um, came out and confronted David McClain and told mm -hmm. him like, yo, I was part of the end of not of the wow tag team championships and my partner you know got left behind somehow because of a family emergency and she was like why didn't you tell me that you were having a tournament i can defend the title you know by myself and david mcclain was like no you need a partner and she was all like no i can defeat these two women you know by myself and she bossed them around and told foxy and ice that they were going to team up together and she was going to fight them by herself and I was just like, girl, that's crazy. Like, how are you going to fight on your own? I love it. That's what champs do. You just make your own rules. Yeah, but, you know, she just kind of just bum rushed them and everything. And I was, and I had my eyes prepared to see, you know, Foxy Fierce and Ice Cold fight each other in a singles match. But then all of a sudden, boom, she comes in with all of her attitude and was like, look, I'm going to do this now. And I'm just like, okay, fine. Okay, okay, girl. Let's see what you got to offer. And Jesse Jones really was impressive. Um, she was able um, to basically fight the both of these women. You saw a lot of um, Foxy Fierce's submission work here. Even when she was in a submission, she was actually like cartwheeling out of the submission on her um, hands and stuff. But then there were a couple of times where she tagged into Ice Cold and there wasn't that much offense that Ice Cold could put in against Jesse Jones to the point to where she wound up taking um, one pin from Jesse Jones and then Jesse wound up submitting Foxy Fierce and she tapped out. They both tapped out and Jesse Jones wound up winning the entire thing and cutting a promo saying, look, I proved myself, put me in the tournament. And David McClain was like, okay, fine, you'll be in the tournament, but you'll need a partner still. And she mm -hmm. said, fine, I'll find a prop to stand on the apron while I do all the work. And I was just like, oh, I love it. I love it. Just like, I love the attitude. I love how she's like taking ownership of her moment, you know? And it's like, this is what I want, and I'm going to go after it. I don't care if I have someone right there. I can do it by myself. Um, and I like this little, like, building this story here, building this moment here. I think it was really great. And we got to see some, um, you know, see her fight, some ladies, you know, Foxy Fierce. And, you know, it, we and um, uh, who's the other one? Ice. Ice Cold. Ice Cold, right? Um, two really fun characters, right? Um, and then, you know, you have, uh, you know, you have one person that is really trying to take control of the situation, showcase like, hey, I can take out two people. Um, and Jesse Jones really like showcased that. And like, she's just so talented and just so good. And all of them are. But like, I feel like she took this moment and owned it in a really powerful way that sets the tone for I think episodes down the line of her having these moments um, where she's really strong and shows like an, an upper hand against other, you know, um, wow superheroes. Yes. Um, Katrina, who do you think Jesse Jones could pick as a partner, even though she keeps talking about how she doesn't need one? Honestly, I'm not sure. There's so many different women we haven't even gotten introduced to yet. Um, you know, and then there's people, you know, there's some people we've seen before, but there's a lot of new people also in this season. And so it honestly could be anybody. I feel like with the attitude that she says she doesn't really need anybody, it's probably going to be somebody she thinks 
don't need to do like who might be somebody who might be a little bit more shy in you know their demeanor or somebody who she could probably kind of walk over i feel like that whole like oh they can just be here while i do so already she's already kind of dismissing who her partner would be and so honestly if you was like with this proposition like oh do you be my partner you just told me you don't technically need me so i don't know who would be right. willing to join her like gung-ho about joining her with her attitude already where it is um and so yeah i i, I have no idea who <laughs> she would pick but i was like i mean i respect it that she was able to fight them both i did not like however that the attitude was like, can we, do we have to do it during the match? We saw a sister, okay? Cause you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned, you know, how I love seeing like some Afros when it's like, where you can see that it's taken care of and like they're showing it in all this glory. And so I was hype about that. And not that I'm natural, but my daughters are. And, you know, I know so many people who are like natural. So I love seeing that. And so the sea, somebody like that who's like her parents I'm like that's right sis you know she was talking like um Pamela uh is it Pamela what is her last name from the 70s oh it's gonna bother me Pam you said yes Pam girl yes, yes Pam that whole like you know the whole thing of what Beyonce's character was kind of based off of in Austin Powers like that whole just like bad girl energy like just I know I got like I love that. And then again, sis can roller skate and it made me think of like, you know, ATL when they were like, there was drama, but you know, on, at the weekends, they were sitting here skating at the skating, you know, little spot. And personally, I cannot skate. So <laughs> anybody who can skate one, but anybody who could stay, skate and like do a routine is like super kudos to me. Cause I can't, I would like probably get on there and I'll be on the floor in like seconds. And then oh, it's me too. I used to be able to do it as a kid. Someone, and that's where my video will be of me on the floor. And so power to her for that. So to see her, I was ready to see what she can do solo. And then Jesse just kind of ruined it for me. So I'm like, okay, sis, so like, I guess I respect the hustle, but can you pick a different opponent to do this? I was hyped she's to be back, though. She's going to be back, though. Don't worry, Katrina. I was so hyped to see the background story. So I'm like, okay, I'm ready to see what she's going to do. And then I'm like, mm, okay, Jesse, you already on my side already. Okay, you're, you're doing this already. But I did, I did appreciate that she literally handled it like she said she was. I respect the person who kind of talk and back that up, and she did. Uh, it was just unfortunate because I really wanted to see what, uh, and then even with Ice Cold, she didn't get much offense, as you said, and it would have been kind of nice to see what she could do, especially with a name like Ice Cold. You know, I just might ever hear something like that. They usually be supposed to be, like, really nice at something, or, like, they're so bad, like, they're just, like, cool, like, Ice. Like, I want to see what she can do with a name like Ice Cold. So, hopefully, in the next few weeks, we'll see what's happening. But I, I was looking at Jesse with, like, a side eye, because, like, sis, I was feeling... <laughs> I was you just came and ruined it all for me, but um, I respect that uh, she definitely did that on her own, and I'm kind of interested to see who her pa tag partner is going to be now because she feels like she really don't need one. So it's like, who can you get along on the roster that's going to agree to this? Where your attitude is like, I don't need you, you know? Yeah. Well, right. and Joseph, Joseph in the chat says, you know, Jesse Jones is not your typical southerner, so maybe so it could go either way. I think you could either lean into that. And, ta and and introduce someone that compliments or she goes completely opposite and uh, find someone that might like help assist 
even though she says she doesn't need anyone, you can find someone that might like, you know, fill in those gaps that you might have. Right. Um, but again, yeah. she might not think that way. So I don't know. I'm intrigued to see who she might bring on because she has to. That's what David McLean said. Yep, she definitely has to if she wants those tag titles back. And let me just say that when I was watching it on Saturday, I was live tweeting and I live tweeted and said, like, I really feel like a match between Ice Cold and Lady Frost is something that we need. Um, <laughs> I don't know exactly how it would happen, but I just feel like it would be something that we need and we could call it the what's cooler than being cool match. Ice Cold. Like, that would just be cool to me. Shout out to Andre 3000. But <laughs> either way, Jesse Jones wound up, wound up winning the match, and she's going forward in the tournament, and she has to choose another um, partner. But then they also did make an announcement saying that um, the Bully Busters are supposedly making their debut next week in the tournament as well. So I can't wait to see what they have to offer um, within this tournament and if they're going to shake things up. Something that I would like in this tournament that would be a little bit helpful is maybe like a bracket. But maybe they're just trying not to do all that. But at the same time, I feel like a bracket would definitely help me a little. Um, Let's make our own. Get a whiteboard. We're going to write it. We're going to write this bracket. <laughs> yes, that would be very helpful, too, because it's just I know everyone who's moved forward. But it's just a matter of just having a visual aid. That's all. So moving forward, um, in terms of singles um, competition, we had another introduction to a new character um, named Laia. I'm so sorry if I mispronounce it. I do not mean any disrespect. Um, Laia Makoa, who is originally from the island of Samoa, but her family moved to California. And she told a little bit more of her story, um, as well as watching her do the traditional haka, which is actually from the Maori tribe. Um, but she, in the midst of showing us her haka, she was telling us her life story and how when her family moved to California for a better opportunity, um, how she went through bullying because she really didn't know um, the the English language that much. And she faced a lot of bullying from people who were actually just like her, which is really sad, um, but it does happen. And in the midst of her being bullied and going through all of that, she challenged herself to learn the English language by reading the dictionary, um, which is some pretty intense stuff. But at the same time, if you're really focused on doing something like she really was um, focused on learning the English language, she went to the source, which is the dictionary. And then she learned and she started pronouncing words and then she got better at it. Um, but it saddens me, and I actually um, tweeted this as well, that it saddens me that us as humans tend to pick on people who are different than us, you know, as opposed to helping them and actually welcoming them in and embracing their differences. Like that just breaks my heart that she had to go through that. And then on top of that, dealing with the pressure of, being a good daughter from her parents who did you know kind of discipline her a lot and she did mention that and then she also mentioned how some of her family members including her mom didn't necessarily want her to wrestle it's again it's another story of a parent not being as supportive but then they come around a little bit later once they realize that you know this is their passion and this is their dream and Leia said that one of her dreams and one of her goals in life is for her mother to see her wrestle so I also noticed that she is a very beautiful woman. Um, so all of this put together just sort of made me want to root for her. So in the match, as we came back from commercial break, her match was against Glitch the Gamer, 
who um, is celebrating her one year anniversary in wrestling. And I actually said congratulations to her and she saw it. And I was like, oh my God, she saw it. But yeah, it was cool. Um, I also mentioned that she looked like a villain. She could be a villain from Kim Possible. Like, I don't know. It's just something about like a 2000s cartoon villain that she just reminds me of. And I'm just like, this is cool. I like this. And AJ um, Mendez on commentary was saying that she felt like she could be best friends with Glitch the, Gla the Gamer because she is an avid video game girl and cosplayer herself. So that was this singles match going into it. And this match was pretty good. It was really good. I enjoyed this match. You got to see a lot of um, the toughness that La Laia Makoa had in the match. But then you also had the strategy that Glitch the Gamer came with. Um, there was even a point where she beat um, Laia outside of the apron and said, it's called strategy, you know? And I was just like, okay, girl, I see you. Um, and there were even a couple of moments where they were both going back and forth within the match where it almost looked like um, Laia had her down but then glitch would kick out and then she got frustrated at one point but then Leia um even tried to hit a Samoan drop and usually that does the job but it didn't but then she wound up winning by hitting it again and the and Leia wound up winning the match so ladies how are we feeling about Leia Makoa and her moving forward on WoW yeah, I mean, I think there's a bigger, um, I think there's a way bigger picture here. Um, you know, it, so we saw, I'm like trying to like phrase this. So we saw, um, uh, Glitch, is it Glitch? Yeah, Glitch the Gamer. Sorry, I know her other name and I was trying to not say her other name. Um, so we saw her really fight the majority of this match, right? Um, fight was really defensive, had tons of moves that potentially could have taken Makoa out, right? Right. Uh, and there was some offensive moves that she got in, um, but Glitch was very dominant in this. Um, and I love, I love both of their backstories. I love both of their characters. They have an amazing, amazing, just like character development and look, and we got to be introduced to that a little bit here. Um, I feel like it's a little bit of an underdog story um, where we're going to have this, uh, this person that's going to, that like has family that never believed in them, that had an uphill battle, that had to fight their way for everything. And it might not always go as planned, but we're going to see these little moments where you get these little victories, these little small victories. And I'm interested to see where this goes. Um, Cause I think both are really incredible on this wow roster. Uh, I think they have a lot of different opponents that you can kind of match up against and see kind of where it goes. Um, but this one was interesting to see because I feel like one started very dominant um, and then it switched really quickly about halfway through. And we saw that uh, there was a little bit more fierceness and, and kind of urgency behind uh, Makoa that kind of kind of shifted the the dynamics of everything. Yes, definitely. Katrina, how did you feel about this match? This was actually my favorite match of the night. Um, I know both ladies as their other other no, names. I was it's hard. <laughs> it is. So again, when you're watching, you're like, oh no, oh yeah, no, not me. 
not the name. And yeah, you so to tone it down. With, wow. Yeah, to stick with wow our names. Uh it was nice to kind of see um kind of see like especially with Glitch, who's very different from what I've known her wrestling to be. And then I do like what Leia, like with regards to no matter what their name is, she's very proud, a very proud Samoan. And I, I appreciate when you have people from different cultures who are able to kind of showcase that and, you know, say it loud and proud and don't have to feel like they're going to hide or change who they are. And so I love, and I am a big fan of her as well, uh, just from the other, like, arm tats are insane and all this other like, cool stuff. And so my favorite match of the night, I did think... I wasn't really like at first I wasn't sure who was where as far as heel or face because it kind of like again AJ Lee was uh AJ Mendes was kind of hyping up glitch like oh I'm a gamer too and I'm like okay again as somebody who will probably attach themselves to things that I'm like oh I like this too and so I understood that but then as soon as she got like outside the ring and started talking trash I was like oh okay well clearly you're <laughs> you're the heel here in this where you're kind of like doing all this extra stuff and so it was nice to kind of see that it was kind of even so like in the beginning it was glitch and then it kind of switched over towards midway to the end of the match and so i like that it seemed like it was evenly matched but i when you got a story where somebody's explaining like i had to do this this and this to get to this place i'm always like okay you know tugged a little bit at the heartstrings and so i kind of want to see what they do and so i was really happy with the win uh, even though I like both ladies again outside of what I like what I know them from, um, I was okay with the win. Um, and I like again, I liked that how very loud and proud with her culture, and you know, especially at the end when she like pinned and then her tongue came out. I was like, yes, like talk me, like you know, that's right, talk your shit, talk. That's right, you do what you need to do. I I love that she did that because I felt like she was like really feeling it by that point. Uh, and so I thought even with the pen was pretty cool. And she like, like had her tongue sticking out. Like you thought, like, you know, when she said strategy and in my head, I'm like, yeah, well, you didn't strategize well enough glitch. So, <laughs> yeah. Here we are. I mean, <laughs> hell on your record. So I was happy with the win. It definitely was one of my favorite matches of the night. Cause I thought it was, I, I liked what both of them did inside the ring. Uh, and then the little game references that commentary kept making, which I knew. And I was like, oh, I know this. <laughs> I know this reference. That's what I, got that's what I was just going to say, Katrina. There was, like, all those gaming references on commentary. And it was hilarious where they're, like, trying to keep up. Like, you could tell that they're trying to figure out um, what to say, how to say it, how to fit it in there. It was really fun, actually. I, I liked it. Um, I think they're going to play around with that a lot. Um, I kind of um, – I do agree with you that there was this, this like, proud, like – a lot of these characters come from a background where they're really embracing who they are. They're embracing where they come from. And that's so important in figuring out who you are as a wrestler. And as this, this like character that you're portraying to the world that you have to like embrace who you are. Um, and I think we'll see that in the main event as well, that both of those wrestlers embrace who they are. Um, but I feel like this was a really great, um, a really great moment for both of them that they're like leaning in to those things that make them who they are and it makes it more real for us as we're watching um you know and we feel connected to them with the gamer references and you know um it just makes us feel a little bit closer to them and we can relate to them as they're like going on their wow journey when we see them in the ring yeah i enjoy it too but th there is a question that i do want to bring up um seeing as you know we're we're watching 
Leia McCoa win this match and sort of show her Samoan culture. Um, is it a little bit? Is it a little bit cool to see like two different, um, or at least in this case, three different representatives of the Samoan or Pacific Islander culture in her and the Tonga twins? Like, is it cool to you guys? It is to me. I, I, you know, wrestling, uh, especially to Pacific Islanders, that's a lot in that, that. That's a lot of them do that. Like you were just all it's football and wrestling. And this is not to say they don't do other things because we know they do. But a lot of times when you kind of look at certain things, you're like, oh yeah, you're really deep into wrestling, you know, over there. And so it's cool. I and again, because there are different Pacific Islands, and I think some people always forget that when people say somebody is Polynesian they assume it's just one place when there's actually multiple places that will qualify as a Pacific Islander, as Polynesian. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's cool that in those, in the two weeks, we got two people who are in the Polynesian community, but they're also from two very different countries. And so I thought that was, I think that's something that's really important. I think people confuse that sometimes when you say somebody's like, Polynesian or po they automatically assume it's all the same when there's actually many different in that, you know, in the islands that's over there. And so mm. I think it's cool. I think, again, I like that they're very proud of where they're from and who they are. And I think, you know, it it's a good step to go to concerning where we've come from, you know, when it came to, comes to diversity and stuff. And so I think it's cool. Definitely. Emily? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, again, like, um, yeah, I think I, I mean, I love this match. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, definitely. I just noticed it when I was watching. I was like, okay, so there's a lot of Pacific Islander representation, and I didn't necessarily think it was a bad thing. It was just something I noticed, and I was like, oh, okay, so we have the twins, and we have her, and it's amazing. Yeah, so I mean, I think we're gonna have more. Like, I think. You'll, like I think having more representation is always good and like I think we should have more characters that that really like represent all over the world and we see that you know in the main event tonight um that we will talk about and we just you know we need more I think it's great yes definitely so moving forward um towards the main event but before the main event they did show a montage of a story that i really didn't know that much about because this is really my first time watching wow and getting into the stories of it you had the story of princess ozzy who um had i guess some sort of mystical power um that i think that's the best word i can say um mm -hmm. in these two bamboo sticks that were gifted um through generational um from generation to generation and there was some type of magic within them that sort of helped her be undefeated and during the first run of wow um but then somehow or another there was this other gang of women who was um also um led by holiday um who put a curse on it and it wound up stopping her from winning the matches and i believe the the um sticks wound up being torn up some type of way and so as Princess Ozzy was looking to sort of find herself after that point, um, her mother wrote a letter to her and basically said that the power isn't necessarily in the sticks, but it's within you. Um, it You can, you know, look, of course, to our ancestry for inspiration, but also know that the power of your success lies within you. 
And this inspired Princess Ozzy to sort of rise to the occasion and get ready to fight in this main event match against um, Reyna Del Rey, who we did see last week give a really powerful suplex to the WOW champion, the WOW world champion, The Beast. So I thought this was interesting. I liked Princess Ozzy's look. I love how she came out, you know, in a very sparkly princessy type dress. Like she was just really gorgeous to me. And then they had Reynold Del Rey, who is from uh, Long Beach, California. And she sort of had um, a little bit of a look that said, you know, y'all don't want to mess with me because I'd be out in these streets. So, um, so she was riding in, they showed her riding in her low rider and everything. And I was just like, okay, so this is what we've got going on. Um, so as the match got started, Reyna Del Rey was, um, well, in this picture, of course, you had, um, Princess Ozzy trying to show a show of sportswomanship, but Reyna Del Rey really wasn't having it. Um, and they proceeded to start fighting each other, pushing each other back and forth and, it's like for every time that Princess Ozzy tried to fight um, Reyna Del Rey off, Reyna just wishes a little bit too more, a little bit more imposing. And she would run into her on the apron, like hit her with all kinds of different strikes or whatnot. Like she is just a really powerful woman and she has a size advantage as well. But there was a couple of times where the princess tried to use her speed to sort of stick and move and she took a neck breaker over the middle rope and everything but this match was really good but after she after the princess got hit with a drop kick and hit a big slam on her um Reina del rey wound up winning the match but as she was celebrating she and as the match was beginning was of course called and Reina del rey was listed as the winner the beast came out and got her lick back from last week and basically ran out of the ring and basically stared at her as she laid in the middle of the ring as the show went off the air. So ladies, tell me how you guys are feeling about Princess and her performance in this match against Reyna Del Rey and what do you think is next um, for Reyna Del Rey after she took that lick from the Beast? I mean... So I have to say this match was my favorite of the night. I'm going to just start with that first. Mm -hmm. This episode, it was my favorite. Um, I feel like, so I've known these two wrestlers for a really long time. Um, They have a really long history. And I think this was a really great showcase of of, um, just like the tip of the iceberg of what they can do. Because I know that they are so incredible. It really was my favorite because you got to see the history again you got to see like the mysticism a little bit of princess ozzy and um you know and the power um of her opponent right and so Mm -hmm. you and again like having like you have to have your objective like a lot of people's objective is to win that championship right and i feel like this was very um a huge display for Reina Del Rey in order to say, Hey, like I made a statement last week and I'm making a statement this week and I'm going to continue to do that. And even though it was, you know, there was a moment after the match, I think this might be her time to shine. Um, And again, I think this is going to be an ongoing theme and an ongoing, you know, 
uh, build to what potentially could be a big championship, um, big championship match. But I'm all for it. I think, um, you know, I think Raina Del Rey has uh, some, obviously some some competition. <laughs> she's gonna have to have some matches ahead of her. Um, mm -hmm. But she's also been a part of WoW for a while. We've seen her um, before, so um, I'm excited to see what um, what is on this journey for her. Yeah. What about you, Kat? How do you feel about the trajectory of Raina Del Rey um, after this showing in this match? Well, I thought the match was good, but I was I wasn't surprised. I felt like, you know, you know, after last week and she kind of popped up in a match that had nothing to do with her, I knew that they had she you know, you can't have the champion not kind of retaliate in the sense after what happened last week. And so I actually expected that to happen. Um and but I don't I, I don't say it necessarily means it's a bad thing. I just feel like this is clearly gonna be a feud. Um, that these ladies are going to kind of go at it for some time. And, you know, you have one who's been a champion even while they were on hiatus and she came back and dominated. Like she showed you why, you know, she was champion last week. And then you had somebody kind of try to steal her thunder. And so Rena got her win, you know, but I understood why she kind of was, was like, well, you kind of did this last week. So you kind of, this is one of those like, you know, the, the karma cycle kind of came kind of quickly. <laughs> you know, sometimes wrestling might make you wait a little bit, but it came. It, it was pretty quick. I was like, oh, wow, they turned it around. I would have loved yeah. to have like, maybe a little build, maybe like a little moment backstage or maybe when they're training or something where it's like it's not quite right there, you know. Yeah but, yeah, but here's the thing, though. In real life, <laughs> when somebody gives you these hands, and you don't have the opportunity to get back at them then you sort of wait a little bit until you can catch them and then once you catch them then you get your lick back so you know what I felt like that was a little bit more real real realistic so I'm okay with her you know just immediately going to get her lick back because sometimes sometimes in life that's just what you need to do and with her being the beast and her being as dominant as she is as a champion, it made sense. And I was just like, "Aha, uh -huh, let's go, let's get, let's get this cracking right now." I liked it. it was I was just like wrestling standpoint. Sometimes they make us wait <laughs> for for revenge or something. Sometimes wrestling would drag it, and so I was actually like, I I wasn't surprised, but I was also like, "Oh yeah, I did this kind of quick because you know sometimes you'd be waiting like, okay, so when are we gonna?" Throw the hands and okay. we'll be, wrestling will stretch. They <laughs> will. Stretch out. I'm so, terrified, I'm, Stephanie, that if I do you wrong, you're going to just turn around <laughs> <laughs> and come find me. Give me a little break in between, okay? <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, Emily. I'm just saying that that's just the attitude of certain people who fight. I actually don't fight myself, but if you make me angry enough, I will yell at you, though. See, that's oh, the worst. Wow. See, that's the worst I'll do. I will either yell at you or just get you together, you know, verbally. I don't fight. Like, I do not fight. I can't. Still, I can't either way, either it. way, we're not messing with you. Yeah, please <laughs> but, don't. But I mean, yeah. To Katrina's point, like, I think there's going to be more here. I don't know if it's going to turn back on next week's episode and turn back around and cause some other issues, but there's a lot of history there and there's a lot of. There's when you're champion again, we've talked about this. There's a target on your back and some people see and want to take what's rightfully theirs. And there's going to be some tension. There's going to be some uh, competition. Um, 
So yeah, I think there's going to be uh, some more, some more confrontations and some build here, but I'm, I'm intrigued to see also if other people get involved. That's mm -hmm. another thing. It's like who else can be involved on either side to potentially help or disengage the others. Yeah, it's a smorgasbord of talent that could be thrown in there, like, to go after the Wild World Champion, the Beast. But I'm really glad that that was how the show ended. I really loved it. And this was a pretty solid episode, you know, for, for with this being episode number two, it was it was still incredibly solid. I am so in love with this show um, as a whole. It just gives something different. It's just really refreshing. Yeah, so, it, it yeah. looked so, like... It looked really beautiful, like the just the the camera work and the production and the lights and just the the media packages were amazing. Um, it just looks so good. Like it was just so nice to watch. The colors. <laughs> the colors. It's just so pretty. I love it. I love it so much. But you have a lot of colors happening right now with the women's wrestling talk here. I know. Going on. I know. I love it so much. Now, they did give us a little bit of a glimpse into what we will see next week. Now, we will see the debut of Sahara um, Spars, and I can't wait to see her because I actually, we know who she is um, outside of WoW, but I am just so pumped to see her because it's just like, oh my god, yes, Sahara, let's go. So I'm so excited to see her and just more action and just being introduced to more women in the tournament for the tag team titles and just everything about wow i'm so excited and i just love it to death so i'm so glad that all of you who are watching were able to join us tonight so we can talk about wow superheroes of course I, we do encourage you to please look for it um wherever you are wherever your market is i know i found it on my network tv which is my 68 here in birmingham alabama and it comes on at six o'clock on saturdays so it comes on for different people, you know, at different times. But please, I encourage you to please look for it and find it on your guides because it is definitely worth the watch. These women work really hard. And then on top of that, they're superheroes and heroes in real life um, as they do so many different things outside of wrestling, too. So please support this show. It's amazing. Please support this show. But in the meantime, of course, thank you, ladies, for joining me um, in talking about this show. So, um, Katrina, you could just tell everybody where um, they can find you on social media and what you've got going on. Uh, I am on most social media platforms in Cat We Trust. If you're on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, the E is a three. Uh, just uh, working on some videos for my nerdy stuff. I'm a nerd. And so I like many things that's just not wrestling. And so I'm working on uh, videos because I kind of had to catch up. It's been a minute. I've been too busy this summer. Uh, and so I'm trying to finally catch all that up. Uh, I am preparing uh for comic con uh which is <laughs> i guess the more like it's getting closer i'm starting like oh okay. and like i saw the app today and i was like we're on the app and even though i know we're on the website i guess kind of seeing it on the website and it kind of like scrolling through the app and i'm like it's actually part of like the interactive app where you can kind of put it in your like itinerary for those who are attending. And so that got me all of my feels again. And I was like, oh my god, like I like I know, but it's also still like super like mind-blowing that that this actually happened and they actually picked the panel and they liked my pitch and that I get to have some super awesome women on the panel. And so I'm like, 
like nervous and then like trying to figure out what I'm going to wear, <laughs> all the stuff. And so it's all this like stress about it, but I'm actually really excited uh, for it. Like I start, it's going to be here before you know it. And so just kind of getting myself prepared for that and, you know, not to feel too overwhelmed because it's just like, it's in a good way, like overwhelming, but in a good way, like, oh, this is really happening, like really soon. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Like as like right, right now, just prepping for that. And hopefully, you know, I can't wait to see who told me they will like stop by. And so I'm like looking forward to all of this, looking forward to you guys signing the poster because I do want it signed. Uh, just all that. <laughs> so that's what I have going on. All right. And you, Emily, what you've got going on? Uh, amazing. I'm, I'm so proud of everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, you could just follow me on all social media at Emily Mayheller. I have a bunch of new content. Um, I have a cooking show. I have some wrestling interviews. I have some other stuff coming out. It's uh, all very busy. There is also an interview coming out of me roller skating while trying to interview someone. So oh. I'll just leave you with that nugget. It was awful. But it's hilarious. So that's coming soon. <laughs> so follow me on my socials so you can watch me fall. <laughs> that sounds adorable, though. Oh, my God. You interviewing yeah. and trying to roller skate. I got to yeah. see it. It was a moment. It was a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see it. It sounds so amazing. Well, um, as usual, now you can follow me, your girl, Stephanie Hardy, on Instagram and Twitter at Queen Steph Hardy. And um, what I've got going on is tonight I will be having an interview with um, producer and um, founder of Rest Friends. Iridian Fierro. I will be live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. So please check that out with the Hardy Wrestling Podcast live vibe tonight. Um, yes, it'll be on Opposite Raw. I don't care. Um, please check it out. Um, but at the same time, that's what I've got going on, along with preparing for New York Comic Con as well and being a part of that panel. I'm so excited. I was trying to shop for an outfit until I realized I already had one. So we're not going to do that. So it's okay. Save your money, guys. <laughs> but that's pretty much what I've got going on. But in the meantime, please know that you can follow Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet, on Instagram and Twitter at www.talkpod on and then, of course, follow our website at www.talkpod.com, where we are continuously releasing articles about um, Hispanic Heritage Month and all of the women um, of Hispanic heritage that have paved the way for the future of Hispanic women in wrestling. Like, please check that out. Check out our merchandise. Just check out everything we've got going on because we always have something going on. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our Twitch. Follow us on Facebook. Just, you know subscribe to us everywhere and just continue to support us as we rise and grow so with that in mind thank you guys for joining us for the wow superheroes after show on women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet and until next time bye y'all women's wrestling, wrestling talk. talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet
Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.